Weird Mythic fam. It's Weird Mythic Podcast. I'm Naomi, and I'm always with the wonderful Serena. Say hey from Texas. Hey from Texas. <laughs> hey from Texas. Howdy. Howdy. That seems awesome. No one says that here, by the way. <laughs> oh, not at all? No. <laughs> oh, come on. Just like lots of y'alls, right? There's a lot of y'alls, yeah. There's a lot of y'alls. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Well, hello, everybody. I hope everyone had a good week. We're recording a little late again, but, you know, we're just happy to record. So Yes, life happened, but we're here, so. Yes, and um, before we get started into the show and do all our promotions and stuff, I need to correct something from the last episode where we talked about haunted things, and I was talking about the painting. I was talking about how... Um, it was put on eBay, and then a man named Kim Smith bought it off of eBay. Or, sorry, that's what I'm correcting. Kim Smith actually bought the painting. I said in the episode that he's the one who sold it on eBay. I take that back. He's the one who actually bought it from eBay. So the people who put it onto eBay, I didn't put down their names or anything. But Kim Smith's the one who eventually bought it, put it into his own museum, and is the one who still owns it to this day. And Zach Baggins couldn't buy it from him, so... There is my correction. (laughs) Well, good that you did that because whenever I find new facts or whatever, I just like don't correct it. So (laughs) yeah, there's that. You know what? I think one of the reasons why I even caught it is because I edited the last episode. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. So I was listening. I was like, no, I'm I'm wrong. Why do I have that backwards? And then I'm going back through my notes and I can totally tell. I was just like, oh, dude. Yeah, everyone run to Twitter and tell Naomi what a good job she did editing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to try again. I didn't like it. I'm going to try much harder on this next one. But thank (laughs) you for like pretty much pushing me to be like, girl, you need to edit some. So thank you. (laughs) I was just like, do you want to? Because, I mean, I don't mind editing. I like editing. Mm -hmm. It's just... Well, takes two hours it, out of my day. Oh, so. easily, easily takes two hours out of the day. So no, I need to. I need the practice. So I'm gonna help out and always edit when you need me to, or just because the <laughs> hell you know, fuck, I want to. So <laughs> yay! Well, in August we are gonna be at the True Crime Podcast Festival in Dallas, Texas, and tickets are still available. You guys should go. There's gonna be so many good podcasts there. I literally just looked at the lineup again on. Uh, Wednesday and it's grown so much there's so many podcasts that are there we're still like one of four paranormal podcasts but how much fun is that gonna be dude I'm so excited and I hope everybody else is just excited as we are so yeah we're still homeless I still don't have a place for us to stay but we'll figure it out that's all right I don't have my plane ticket yet I have the money for it I just haven't looked for flights but I'm gonna get that ticket real soon and I'm gonna Do call it. you the... because we need to coordinate <laughs> you picking me up so yeah we can talk about it tomorrow or something yes yeah, that needs to happen the sooner the better because they're, they're only going to get more expensive oh yeah so. yeah yeah so. hotels too god damn it <laughs> all right well hotels today's gonna be a fun episode yes because we have been on like a haunted kick mm-hmm. lately and we're gonna be talking about haunted places haunted places. today mm-hmm. yeah and i'm so excited so i'm super like excited for your stories but who wants to go first i could go first and talk about the haunted town or do you want to get into your big you know different roads and shit 
you say big, but I don't have a lot. But I'll go first this time. Are you sure? Because I'm like, yeah, sure. Roads is what you said. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be focusing on like haunted roads. And I did like a little spoiler thing on Twitter today. And it started because one of my co-workers who I'm going to keep anonymous gave me a personal story and then it just escalated from there we haven't had a personal story in a minute in a while yeah and he has so much more too so I'm like you need to send me everything you have and this is going to be a podcast about your life now (laughs) (laughs) like we'll do little you know here's the ghost story of this month (laughs) yes exactly i'm gonna make him send me everything but um i'm gonna talk about his last so i have two other ones i'm gonna quickly talk about the first one is route 666 in new mexico and it is referred to new mexico that's just the new mexico part of it it's so it's a strange state i've never been there but i know people who have gone through it and i'm sorry there's a lot of alien activity there i got a whole yeah whole thing about (laughs) new mexico so we'll we'll get over that some other time keep going when we drove through it's fine when we (laughs) drove through new mexico on our way to texas we stopped at like there's like so many random little shacks on like the side of the road that are like gift shops and like tourist traps right right um there was this one specifically that it was like the thing and i think when i looked it up it was like some kind of alien thing we didn't pay to get in because we were in a rush and i had a cat in the car (laughs) but um it was it was super interesting there's a lot of alien type activity there for sure and they like to capitalize on that and make as much money (laughs) on the side of the road as they can which is fine do your thing man (laughs) do your thing but Yeah, specifically, I'm going to be talking about the area that runs from Gallup, New Mexico, north through the Navajo Nation and Shiprock, and then up to the Colorado border. Sweet. Okay. So Route 666 was determined to be one of the most hazardous roads in the nation in 1997. It's it's kind of hard to drive, I would say. I've never driven it myself, but like from what I was reading, there's a lot of sharp turns in like a short span of time. And there's a lot, a lot, a lot of deaths on that road. Like I want to say like some of the most fatalities happened on that road in 2003 the road's name was actually changed to highway 491 and it was basically because of the fatality rate coupled with persistent sign theft people were like jacking that route 666 sign all (laughs) the time i would and then yeah so stories circulated right stories circulated throughout the years mostly on the internet as they do Some claimed that they would see a black sedan charging at their vehicles and then disappearing. And others have claimed that they were chased by a vicious pack of wild dogs. But most commonly, people would experience car troubles on this road, including overheating and flat tires. So that's what I have on the road. When they say like vicious pack of wild dogs, don't you think of like hellhounds? Yes, and you were saying a black sedan. I'm like, dogs and a sedan? The devil drives a black sedan, just throwing that out there. Well, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's really, really odd. But the wild dogs, that's creepy as hell. Because do do they, like, see them, or is it just more of, I think it's mostly audio that they they Mm -hmm. hear it, and then it will, like, just disappear, which is not how that happens. If you're being chased by a pack of dogs, I feel like, I don't know how to describe what i'm trying to get at but like i just feel like it doesn't just happen like that like you're gonna kind of hear them start to bark at you and then it'll fade in and out i feel like it's just like abruptly there but scary 
But then there are a lot of like coyotes in that area because it's more of desert. So that makes sense too if coyotes would chase you. Coyotes wouldn't chase you. I don't know then. Coyotes Coyotes are like smaller too, right? Yeah, they are. And I don't think they run in packs. They're kind of like scavenger. Oh, I thought they were pack animals. They could be. I mean, they are dogs, but I don't, I've never known a coyote to chase anyone. I don't know. I don't know, but I thought that that was interesting to the point where they actually changed like the name of the that stretch of highway because there were so much um, people like that lived in that area too. They didn't like it. They didn't like all the superstitions around it and the stories that were coming. Like they did, they just did not like it. So I think it was good for everyone oh, yeah. that they changed the name. But yeah, so that's the first one I have. Okay. All right. So the second one is not that one. Hold on. That is not the second one. Second one, I did something in Texas because you'll see why. Because the last story is in Texas too. But this one is creepy because um, there are like news articles factually showing that this accident actually happened, which is scary. So one rainy morning, a school bus full of children stalled as it was crossing the train tracks. A train came speeding down the tracks and the bus was unable to move out of the way. The train crashed into the bus and unfortunately killed 10 children. So I know it's so sad. So the legend goes, and this is in San Antonio, Texas, by the way. Um, The legend goes that the ghost of those children pushed stalled out cars out of the way to safety. So you would park about 50 feet before the tracks on Shane Road, put your car into neutral and turn off the engine. Without touching the gas, your car will travel uphill over the tracks. And if you cover the back bumper with baby powder before crossing over the tracks, you'll actually see handprints, like little child handprints on the back of the bumper. This is the one that I said we should go to. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? It gave me such bad chills when I first read that story. That just, that's what I was about to say. And like, all of a sudden I'm cold. Like... That yeah. was that's gnarly. So scary. All right. And then the last one this again happened to my coworker. So he actually went to this place in nineteen eighty seven. He went there. I think he said he was like sixteen years old at the time. So um the urban legend goes that a husband got mad at his wife because she was basically going to leave his ass or cheating on him or something, right? I couldn't find the actual legend on the internet. So this is everything that he told me. Okay. It's really hard to find stuff that dates back even farther than that you know what i mean because it was already a thing by the time it was 1987 so it was hard to find like news articles or whatever when you type in specific things but out in the field the husband beheaded his wife and drug her body down the road a little under a quarter mile by a tractor leaving like this trail of blood right so you go down this road at night and you're telling the story to your passenger and once you get to the shed at the end of the road you turn around and once you turn to drive back the other way, you see the blood trail on the road. Yeah. He said, like, he got out and you could see the gravel part of, like, the, the road. There was, like, blood only on one side of the rock. So it actually looked like something had been dragged. And unfortunately, well, I don't know if it's unfortunate, but since then, the, ra- the road has been paved over. So not a thing anymore. Still super creepy, though. Huh. That is trippy. Oh, that's a weird reason yeah. haunting. Because you, when you're driving down the road the first way, you don't see anything. Like, there's no blood or anything on the road. But then once you turn around and you see the trail of blood, that's so scary. 
Yeah. That's trippy. Yeah. Well, that's what huh. I have. Very oh, short and sweet, but super yeah. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, those last two, I I want to say the, the ones with the kids, that that sounded familiar, but I didn't know it was in San Antonio, and I, I haven't heard the story in yeah. a long time, but that that and seeing the blood, that, that yeah. freaked me out. But the kids, That one's so man, sad. I don't know. It's so sad, but then it's like, Usually when you talk about hauntings or kids, it's always kind of creepy. I'm like, no, these they're actually helping you. Yeah. So that's the only one that I would go (laughs) to see. (laughs) Um, San Antonio is only like two hours from here or something like that. Maybe it's farther. Three hours. But close enough. Close enough enough enough. that we could go and try this out. All right. Well, shit. All right. Well, another haunted place that we are going to have to visit on our long list of places that we want to visit is I'm going to be talking about Port Townsend, Port Townsend in Washington. Okay, Okay, so just a little bit about the town is, um, well, of course, you know, uh, in the late 1800s is when it had like a big boom of there was a lot of settlers coming in. They're working with the Native Americans. There wasn't good blood there. Um, And then eventually it became like a big harbor town. Um, and along with being a harbor town, you know, there's, of course, saloons. There was some brothels. There was also an uh, upper class and a lower class. Like, and it was pretty distinct to know who was in what class at this time. And um, at this time in the late 1800s in Port Townsend, that the downtown area was like, don't go down there at night. Like, at all. There was a lot of people reporting robberies. You know, even fights were happening all the time, and there was a lot of murders. But something that I think is really fucking, like, insane is this is where people would be attacked and taken to be shanghaied. So so to be shanghaied is when you are drugged or knocked out, and you are then put onto a boat or a ship and forced to work. You are now a slave and part of the ship's crew. Oh, nice. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) so that happened a lot and i know that there's a lot of underground tunnels in a lot of parts of washington and of course there are some in port townsend another thing about the early history and late 1800s in this town was the very first mayor and very prominent man in in the whole town he uh shot himself so that's a great start to alone people being shanghaied you know, you're taking over the land from the Native Americans and then fights, murders, robberies, all yeah, the time. Yeah, like a domino so that's thing. the beginning. Just... <laughs> Started off really bad and just got worse. That's why I'm like, I'm sure there's great things that happened in that time as well. But those are some things that happened early on that should definitely be mentioned. Today, there are officially 25 buildings in Port Townsend that are, like, documented to be haunted or have significant paranormal activity nice yeah that's like documented i saw it in a lot of places (laughs) um so yeah um i'm gonna be talking about a few different places uh well not places but um cat there's a castle and a a saloon and a hotel and a um army barracks that i will be talking about so the first one i'll be talking about is Manresa Castle, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, but it's M-A-N-R-E-S-A. They were actually on Ghost Adventures. I don't have the season or the episode, but 
they did get an audio recording when they were there, mm-hmm. and it's really fucking creepy. It's on film, but it's just you only hear it. You don't see anything. It's a fucking kid nope, laughing. Uh, <laughs> why would you do that to me? <laughs> I have so much more. Anytime, like I, I say this every time kids are mentioned. That is the scariest fucking thing to me. Kid, Like ugh, a kid ghost. Yes. Unless it's those ones we just talked about. Yeah, but those story. are like little sweet angels who were just want to well, help you. What I can say, something I can say is that this kid didn't sound malicious or anything, and there's no reports of malicious. No, kids laughing is creepy enough. In this uh, I don't care. But <laughs> but yeah, they definitely got that on camera. It was it was really creepy. Um, something that is usually almost always reported here is, of course, footsteps disembodied voices and moans people have been saying that like when you you know when somebody kind of brushes a little too close against you you get that feeling of someone next to you kind of that's the feeling that a lot of people get in the mammoth castle and that has actually been reported by guests and by people who work there so i do have a story here and it is for this uh, it was a housekeeper she was about 20 years old and she was closing up the lobby area and she was cleaning out um she was also cleaning out all the rooms right so she was cleaning up in room 306 and when Oh, I said he or she. Either way, this housekeeper, sorry, I don't know if it's man or woman, but when this housekeeper went back to go get the keys off the table that they put down in room 306, they weren't on the table. They were floating and levitating about 18 inches off of the table. So the keys fell back down as soon as the person, like, why are the keys floating? And they, of course, slammed back onto the table and left. that person left with the quickness and didn't come back into room 306. Still worked How? There, but did not go back into that room. Nope. I'm quitting. So. No notice. <laughs> there's also, so there's a story that goes on with this castle. And it is said that from back in the day, I don't have an exact date from back in the day. There was this woman, and she was waiting for her lover to come back from sea. This is a port town, so there was a lot of times people just waiting for their men to come back, people to come back, because they're always out at sea. So he never came back, unfortunately, and she ended up jumping off of the castle and Oh, that's so sad. So there's that story. Um, There's another spirit that also haunts this castle sadly he hung himself and he was a monk and apparently he hung himself above room 302 or in room 302 there was conflicting stories i was seeing but around the room 302 said you want to go here i want to go to this town i didn't say i want to go to this castle i said i want to go to this town (laughs) so the current or um i think it was like 2016 in the article that I read with this, but the front desk manager, her name is Kimberly Smith. She says that she gets reports of people seeing apparitions two to three times a week. Very paranormal. Quit, yeah. Hot spot. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. So another place I want to talk about is called the Palace Hotel. And it was originally a brothel called the Palace of Sweets, which was like its little nickname. Okay. I just think that's hella cute. And it was built in 1889. 
There are 16 rooms here that anyone can stay at, and each of the rooms is actually named after an apparent woman who used to work in the brothel. Want to stay in the Karen, please? In the Karen? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I do have some rooms that you might want to stay clear of. There's been a apparition of a woman in this hotel that has been seen by all kinds of people, and she is in a blue dress, so she's known as the woman in the blue dress. There's also been reports of, like, little pranks being pulled on people, you know, in the rooms, like somebody just moving their keys to another location or putting this in a different location, and then you have to find it. Like, things are always being moved in the ca- in the hotel, and... One of the stories, I'll I'll let you know, this one is pretty, this one I don't like because I wouldn't have got back up on the ladder. Anyways, so there's this handyman and he's uh, fixing this light bulb in one of the hallways and he's up on top. It's above him uh, directly on the ceiling and he's on the ladder and all of a sudden he says that the ladder was kicked out from underneath him and he got right back up on the ladder. I'm like, I don't know if I would have got no. back up on that ladder. So guess what happened when he got back up on the ladder? It happened again. I don't think he got back up on the ladder after Why that. Why not? Third time's a try. <laughs> so um, how the housekeepers at this hotel do report of seeing apparitions themselves one to two times a week. Um, there is also a ghost book here that you can actually put as guests if you're a guest and you have your own experience. There's a whole I love book that. that you can write down your experience in. I know, right? I'm like, this I just want to go really there cool. and read that book. So here's a couple other stories about two of the rooms and three people or three women that apparitions that have been seen here. So the first one I'm going to talk about is actually the woman in blue. She, they believe the woman in blue is actually Madame Claire, who was the madam of the brothel at one point. And her room used to be room number four. So there's plenty of reports in room number four alone of people seeing a shadow you know, in the room, nothing really malicious, but a shadow, like kind of on the wall where it shouldn't be is mainly the, the stories <laughs> I was seeing. Um, and there's also reports of not just them seeing her, but they'll smell something sweet, like perfume, and then they'll see her or then they'll see the shadow and then it's gone. She's not malicious or anything. It's just, she's there. And a lot of people report like, objects moving in room four and you definitely smell something sweet when you walk into the room so there's also a portrait of her um madame claire at the hotel also so you do have the actual portrait of her there another room is room number seven and i believe if somebody please correct me if i'm wrong but i believe this is miss alice's room and she is on the second floor and it is one of the bigger rooms i found a really um, a, a, like a not on TripAdvisor, it might have been like on the website of the Palace Hotel itself. But this one woman wrote about her experience that she was going, she was staying in room number seven, and she was kind of disappointed that she didn't see any apparitions while she was at the palace and didn't get any paranormal experiences. But as she was leaving the room, pretty much having that thought. She just looked behind her to grab her bags, and there was handprints on the window. 
but it wasn't from the inside. They were straight up handprints on the outside. And she's on the, the second floor. She is okay. on the second floor. Yeah. <laughs> the other room that um, I saw also was room number five. And apparently there is a woman in a red dress that likes to be in there. And they believe it is a Miss Guinevere. I know. I'm like, Guinevere. (laughs) Then we got Madam Claire, Miss Ellis, and Miss Guinevere. But um, that place, it it just looks cool. I saw a whole lot of pictures. I just kind of want to go check this out. Yeah, during the day. (laughs) During the day. (laughs) Another place I kept seeing that was haunted, but I don't really have stories about it, was the Rothschild House which is now considered, like, a historical place as of 1970. And it's Washington's most haunted museum, is what it says. And it is housed to an unhappy spirit or spirits. They only really have reports of constant doors just slamming shut, cold spots, and there is one shadow figure that has been seen, like, a lot of times at the Rothschild house. I will talk a little bit about a military post, and it's called Fort Warden, and it was opened in 1902 and active up to 1953, and there is a military cemetery there. Military cemetery? I did not mean to, like, that just rhymed too too much. (laughs) (laughs) And in 1957, this was turned into, like, a juvenile center or reform school. I'm not sure... The difference back in the 50s so i'm not sure if this was a good place or just kind of a place where they threw kids and let them yeah for it doesn't sound I'm like it's sure. a good place no and it was officially now a state park as of <laughs> <Okay>. 1973 <laughs> so you can go there and walk around the, the cemetery and whatnot a lot of people really just kind of hear a lot of the moaning in the barracks or it's the really the thing the things that i kept seeing is when you're going down a hallway and in the barracks specifically, you you get just that really irky, inky feeling that just something's watching you. There's also no lights in these hallways. So if you start to hear like moaning and stuff, people straight up put warning saying, don't go down the hallway at night. If you start to hear this noise, don't go down the hallway. I couldn't find what these specific noises were. But just reading the little bits of articles about people who have gone to the military barracks to go ghost hunting, they don't like going down oh those hallways. Oh my gosh, I wonder what like happens if you do go down the hallway. I don't know. I don't know if I want to know. Not if there's signs. Like, if it's posted, you know yeah. it has to be, like, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no bueno. There's also this place called The Waterfront, and it was, I think it's like a little saloon or restaurant or something i don't think it's a hotel um i could be wrong on that if somebody can you know correct me please do but i just have the name the waterfront written down and it was built in 1899 there has been reports of a ghost with its head split in the center being seen don't know what that's from um there's also this place called the townsend tavern and they say that the former housekeeper still roams around. Um, that there has also been another, there's a woman that has constantly seen there. They think that she might have been a nurse or a midwife back in the 1800s. There's no real reasons why they think that, but I read that in at least two sources. Um, there is a boy who has been seen there, and they have, they go by the, they call him Adam. <laughs> so there's a boy, Adam, who roams around as well. 
there, I guess in the tavern, there used to be a homeless man who kind of slept in the basement every now and then of the tavern. And people say that he's still in there sometimes, like the ghost of him. Oh, that's so, so sad. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, maybe he just, that was a comfort for him, you know? Going back to the Manresa Castle, the first one I talked about, um, right? Is that the first one? Yes, the first one I talked about. I saw some some things on TripAdvisor. So I wanted to talk about one specific one. I didn't put the person's name in, but the date of when she put in this review was August 8th, 2017. The headline is, yes, it's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> and she reported hearing many footsteps and moaning sounds when no one was around. She also reported to smell some nasty odors, which this is a, a town that's right next to the ocean, so I don't know if that's a fishy smell or just a smell. <laughs> um, she brought a pendulum with her because she kind of wanted to see if she could get any paranormal activity for herself, and she did. She said the pendulum was just swinging wildly at every question wow. that she asked, every single one. I think there was a friend there, too. So they both asked questions. Yeah, she did have a friend there because my next one, it's saying the other girl said that she felt like like fingertips go down her back at one point when they were in the room. So like, oh, with the pendulum going and you just feel that, that's a specific feeling. Like you're going to know that it's a person. <laughs> I'm so not comfortable with that. Yeah, so so that review is pretty fun to read. It's quite, it's not too long if people go and read it. It's August 8th, 2017. It's a cool little review. Um, so I kept reading reviews from the Manresa uh, castle. People were always reporting that there's odd, odd root odors. There's always an odd odor that somebody mentions. None of the hotel's phones work and the stairs are extremely creaky. So I don't know if it's just an old place and it has creaky floors or if they're actually like yeah. Hearing ghosts, I guess. <laughs> One other hotel I'm going to mention, if I haven't already. No, I have not. The Bishop Hotel, and it was built in 1891. There are reports that in rooms 15, 17, and 19 that there are some sort of unnerving spirits in there. So it's just a lot of people feeling that strange feeling and things moving a lot in their room and legit getting out of one of those rooms. So Yikes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I did find something really cool about Port Townsend, Washington, is they definitely embrace these ghosts. There's Because there's also reports of just ghosts roaming around the downtown area. Like, people will be like, yeah, that was definitely a ghost just walking down the street. Yeah. So... So in uh, this, so this year, guys, there is like this event going on in the downtown area and it's October 28th and 29th of this year. There's guided tours with and paranormal investigations. Um, you'll be investigating three different historic buildings. There's also an escape room. There's flashlight tours of the Rothschild house. Um, and they also have like, I don't know what a DIY paranormal class is, but they have those as well. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I'm like, that's really cool. So they did this back in 2019. I'm guessing in 2020 and 2021 because of the pandemic, they didn't do it those years. But they actually have some recordings on their website um, from 2019. So I listened to all 13 Good. recordings, guys. <laughs> I, I, I'm only going to talk about five 
because those were the ones that creeped me out. So there is one of them, and it is titled Child's Voice, <laughs> and it's legit. All you hear is, hurry, and then it's done. And I'm like, you hear the investigators, you hear a little static from just the recording itself, but it is really creepy the way it sounds. And there's another recording, and it's titled Investigator Speaking, then a woman's voice. And they're saying in here that the woman's voice is saying, I see you. I didn't hear that, but what I did hear was something almost on repeat. Like, they said it two times in di two different spots on this recording. And it does sound like a woman's voice, but it doesn't sound like English to me. So I don't know if I'm just hearing something completely different from what other people are hearing or if they really did hear I see you I don't know but I listened to that over and over again and I'm like it doesn't sound like it doesn't it it doesn't sound like a person but it's definitely repeated and it definitely sounds like it would be a woman's voice it's just very strange yeah then there's a actually no so I only have four I'm talking about sorry anyways there's another one called investigator speaking then a child's voice this is very specific. That that kid says, Mommy, Aww. you fucking hear that right out loud. So sad. And then, yeah, and I don't, it's really, it's it's nuts. That one, that one was odd. Um, and then there's a, another one, and it's called Calling Eulalie. I don't know who Eulalie is. I did some Google search and couldn't figure it out. The only thing I found was that it's the name of a boat somewhere. But um, I don't think that's what would be saying anyways I listened to it quite a few times and I don't hear the name you lately but there's like some talking in the background but this does it just doesn't sound right it's almost kind of sing-songy like they're like a poem almost but I can't make out any words so um yeah that it's uh if you go to the website ptmainstreet.org You'll be able to find the recordings there. So creepy. So that is Port Townsend, Washington. I want to go visit that town. I'd like to go out, in so. October, like for that thing. Yeah, I know. I wish it wasn't time. like almost October. <laughs> I feel like it's almost October. Almost. We're halfway to Halloween, pretty but much. Then I'm just so. thinking, like, we have August, and then that's only two months after that. I'm like, yeah, can't do. Maybe next no. year. No, we're going to Dallas. Yeah, well, we'll have to plan something next year. If we're going to go to yeah. Dallas this year for the True Crime Festival podcast, I totally stumbled <laughs> you got through that there, so though. bad, you guys. My God. <laughs> but uh, we'll definitely have to do something next year, too, so that we can get together, do some, and do yeah, like, definitely. recording together. Because that's the goal. Yeah, we'll so. figure it out. So, yeah. Well, I hope I creeped everyone out because <laughs> it was really, it was fun looking into that I like town, how you so. make me so uncomfortable in my own house. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have a brand new house. You ain't got nothing to be so uncomfortable about. right now. Just thinking, like, what if I was in the shower and then, like, I just hear like child laughing. I know my daughter's asleep right now. Like, that's just scary. Is she asleep? Are you sure she's not just walking around her room playing? Honestly, you never know with that girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's but... what I'm saying. <laughs> well, guys, let us know what you think. Go to our Instagram at Weird Mythic Podcast. Go and visit Serena on Twitter at Weird Mythic. Um, send us an email at weirdmythicpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to download, like our show, um, do a comment on whatever platform you listen yes. to us on. The it ratings. Really we need ratings badly. Yes. Yes, we do. I'm begging Please. again. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm begging again. There's only so much downloading I can do on I all know, the platforms. Guys. I know. I know. I swear half from us and people we know. <laughs> I don't care. I, even if it's automatic download on probably like Christina's. <laughs> oh, I, I know. Shout you. out to Yolani. I know she automatically downloads my shit. <laughs> Hell yes. Thank you all for the support. Let us know what you think. We really love yes, your guys' Yes, that was feedback. fun. And next week is going to be... Oh my gosh, we're going to be talking. Should we tell? Should we spoil? Yeah. We're going to be talking about (laughs) white ladies. Just kidding. (laughs) Ladies (laughs) in white. That's what she said like right before. She's like, yeah, next week we're going to talk about white ladies, right? And I was like, ladies in white, yeah. We're talking (laughs) about the Caucasian community. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be the worst episode ever. (laughs) No, we will be discussing yes. ladies in white. So I know we've mentioned them. I don't know how many times. It's about freaking time. I we know a it's going to be so them. good. I got I got two really 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 good ones. So I'm excited. All right, all right, all right. until next week. Bye. Bye.